Hello and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast. I am your host, Tim Blizzé, and we are here to bring you some more wonderful content from business people uh, based in Wales. I'm really excited today to bring you another guest. Uh, There's a lady who's come from the other side of the bridge to work in Wales. She's been here some time and has had a couple of businesses. I'm really excited to hear her story. Please welcome Becky Holmes. Becky, how are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm so excited. Well, I'd be very excited for this as well. I'm very keen to hear your story because as I understand it, and I'll ask from, for a little bit of background in a moment, but I understand you actually come from the south of England to, to, to live in Wales. Yeah, so I lived in, I originally lived in Dorset until I finished like secondary school and college. And then I was like, wait, I'm go I actually followed a boy. How sad is that? Followed a boy to Wales. And then it was the best thing I've ever done. So you came up to Wales and what did you first do when you when you came to Wales? Tell us a little bit about the background about how you settled in. Yeah, so I wanted to be a um, science journalist. So I applied to do journalism at Cardiff Uni and they said, no, you're not clever enough. You haven't got the grades. Would you like to do physics? So I was like, well, they're nearly the same thing, not. And I came and did a physics degree and I loved it. And then I moved into science communication. So I studied a master's at Techniquest. And, I, and since then, I, just, I love to speak, I love to present, I love stages, I love kids, festivals. So that's what I've d- built my career around doing that. How long have you been doing that for then? 16 years. And then I <laughs> it's, I hate the word pivot because I was already running my own business. But my business took off at the beginning of the pandemic. So I suppose it will always be tied to a pivot of some sort. So 16 years in the SciComm. And then it's about nine months going hooked full throttle on my own business. Okay, so when you came to Wales then, how did you adjust to life in this beautiful country? So I came from a tiny village in in Dorset. It's called Portisham, if anybody is aware. But yeah, so I was this country bumpkin girl and I came to Cardiff and I was just like amazed. I, I remember going to a nightclub and there was a burger joint in and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. But the thing I most love about Cardiff is that you can have that, but you can also go to Brecon, you can go to... Um, Barry Island or all of our beautiful beaches, but you can be in a city and have a city vibe, but then you can also step back and be in complete, much like Dorset, like the countryside is just amazing. So that, so I adapted really well, I suppose, and I am in love. I would never leave Cardiff. There's nothing that could move me away. Well, that's lovely to hear. I get that a lot from people who come to the city and they always say to me, wow, it's just got that really perfect balance of city life and not so city life in a way, like you say, you've got all the areas around Cardiff as well, sort of the coast and so on. Brecon Beacon's not that far away. And of course, city itself, in terms of business, is growing very fast as well. Um, I think it's becoming one of those cities. And when you first started to come here to work, did you feel that that side of it was uh, was there? Was it growing or, or did you, did you um, how did you engage with it? So I've definitely felt it growing. So I'm, I'm not sure the first 10 years, I just kind of like worked in my own bubble and the university bubble, the company I was with, we were inside the university, so it felt very isolated. But then I kind of discovered that there were um, business hubs and business centers and I could go to seminars about business and that just opened up everything for me then. And I got, so I got less into science and more into business and there's so much stuff in Wales. And I, there was a lot of funding for women in Wales as well, but I, I felt it maybe in the last, maybe it's cause I was more interested in business, but they felt the change in the second half of my career, really that the Cardiff just go in boom. Did you find that those services, the funding and, and all sorts of the options available to you, did you go did you go and hunt for those yourself or were they sort of 
were they out there in ether easy to find? Yeah, so so both really. Um, there's some things I wanted to do, like I wanted to train as a coach, so I went and found that. And and I and again for women in Wales, I think they um, they come to you. So we were a, a company with a lot of females in, and people would message us, "We've got this funding, we've got this funding." So I think it was quite easy to find opportunities. In terms of your business when you first started, is that a different business to what you're currently doing now? Yeah, so for the for the first 16 years, I was doing children's science shows, running a company. Uh, it's not my company. I just ran it for the owner. And yeah, we ran science shows across the world, festivals and all that kind of thing. And I absolutely loved every second. But more and more, I wanted my own business. And as I said, I got more interested in business and how it works. And yeah, I fell in love with using video to make impact as opposed to traveling to. So we did stage shows, but I would have to travel to other countries. I'd have to leave my children for long periods of time. And I was just like, do you know what? We can achieve all our aims that we're doing with these stage shows using video. And it's much less um, effort. <laughs> like Sometimes the glamour gets taken off traveling on the road after after. 15 years so yeah so I got more and more interested in um, video and business and coaching and then yeah just stumbled upon this niche that fits it all together which is teaching women in business to present to camera and get confident with it so that they can attract their clients and they can use it as well so in this new digital world you need video to serve your clients as well because you can't go meet them you can't um, run a training program so and as you can imagine in february 2020 i was dabbling in it for four years but february 2020 the need for that skill set was just everybody needed video even people who didn't want video suddenly needed it so i was able to use that to make the leap from half and half to full time doing my own business so you mentioned uh, earlier uh, about that pivot so was the pivot for you going into your own business uh, the change of lifestyle or was it something else i had been in business for four years i know we're going to talk we're going to dip into my struggles but i'm just going to start early so for four years i've been dabbling and i'm like i really want to do this then i pull back i really want to do this and then i pull back and i had to balance running somebody else's company and mine and i always i was associate director there so i always got pulled back i wasn't good at splitting my focus and I was very good at selling other people's things. But when it came to saying, hey, I'm an expert in this thing, I was terrible. But in February 2020, the need for what I had was so strong. It's like, Becky, get over yourself. It doesn't matter that you can't sell yourself because people need you right now. Like everybody needed to move online in like 30 seconds. So, and it was like, oh, I know how to do this. And it was just easier for me to put the, the clients and the audience first and be like right I'm here I've got what you need let's go so it's just it was a pivot in that I could finally get over myself and obviously um, physical science shows they aren't running so from February 2020 we left the office and so I just had a lot of space in my life that I'd never had before that allowed me to make the make the change because I wasn't working trying to focus on the two. Yeah I think that's probably quite hard isn't it trying to do a normal job, day job, effectively, we'll refer to it as, and then trying to start a business at the same time as well. Would you recommend that, because you talked about your old your, your old job pulling you back, would you recommend that you still do it on the side and build up to it, or would you just sort of go say to yourself, right, I'm going to do this business, I'm going to go and look for the support, and I'm just going to do it? I wouldn't advise that method. I think it slowed me down, but at the same 
time I understand that it's necessary because it's about risk my day job was very well until COVID my day job was very safe very secure it allowed me to be flexible around my children it allowed everything and I see why people do it but it was the headspace for me that allowed me to make that massive leap do you think that's in you to be that business person that entrepreneur do you think that's something that's always been part of you and that's why you've gone and done it yeah, I think so. I can't. <laughs> I like to say, <laughs> I hope I don't need a job anytime soon because I think I'm completely unemployable. <laughs> so I just, I'm just so like, so even in the, the other company, I was, I did what I wanted within a remit. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm difficult to manage, I think, because I'm just like, let's do this, let's do this. And very driven for short amounts of time. Yeah. So I think I, I was born to be an entrepreneur. Let's talk about Becky Holmes video then what was your sort of idea going into starting that business I work with a lot of people all the time and they don't like presenting so me and you are doing it right now I love it to death but I know some people would rather stick a fork in their eye so it's about just working with those people and some people they can already speak but they don't like the camera some people they find it very difficult to learn the tech which tech is my dream like I'm just like you do it like this and if I don't know I google it so it's just working with those people I get really inspired when they I know their business can do better if they can get their message out on video essentially but there's a barrier to it for them so I just love helping anybody do that and earn money from it I do work with mainly women but I can also like help them put together um so turn their training put it online and sell it very simply so i'm all about bootstrapping all about using mobile phone to get your business message out there tomorrow so like not waiting till you've got the fancy mic and the fancy camera just you've got everything in you let's get that message out and um, so that that was my idea essentially and i was doing believe it or not training in rooms so people would i'd meet 10 people and we'd go through my program in a day and then they'd be much more confident and they'd go out and do it. And now obviously I run online programs. So I've done three rounds of my online program with about 15 women each time and everything's online. So I um, communicate them with them through Facebook Live. They do my video lessons now. They just watch a pre-recorded video of me and they can practice in my space. So I've just got this massive community now of amazing women who want to be on camera, but just need that little bit of help to get there. So, Beck, your business of uh, helping people use video for their businesses, um, how important do you think that that is for a business today? So I think it is incredibly important. So there's two types of video that I kind of work on with businesses. So one would be like your marketing. So you're talking about your social media, media videos and things like that, which are incredibly important to just speed up the relationship. But you can do your marketing without video. OK, but inside the business is where I love to work. And that's about scaling. So that's like you can't go with your expertise day in, day out. You can only earn so much money. But if you can capture your genius on video and make online courses, um, online lead magnets that are videos um, and run group programs through the medium of video, that's where you can scale and start to get your time back. So I do, do some work on the marketing where it's important but not essential. And then inside the business where I just think the results you can get with video are endless and they're the key to working less but still making more impact. Do you think that's because of the ability to engage with video better, say over text and photo? 
Yeah, so it's brilliant engaging people. So that's why it's great for social social media because it is more engaging. If you can get people to watch it, it's more engaging than the other forms. Um, inside your business, I think as well, it's about the automation. So it's just about um, the, a text or workbook is nowhere near as good as having me in a room. But me on a video is kind of like the midway where you still get my energy. Some people are fun and exciting to work with and you can't get that over in a workbook. But if you if they teach their on a video course, it is much easier. And then obviously there's the live workshops, but just on Zoom. It's about engagement, but just the incredible power of automation and that my video. So I I did a masterclass last week on how to perform great lives and I'm still selling the replay this week without without turning up and delivering the masterclass again so it's just a way to capture an essence and continue to sell it without showing up i do love to show up but ultimately i don't want to sell my time for money so video is just brilliant at that and i know that your business is about making videos but in terms of the marketing aspect do you think your business would be in the same position now if it hadn't been for those marketing videos that you'd made I believe that I couldn't have transitioned from having this part-time business that I dabbled in did a couple of trainings a year to filling online programs if I hadn't have just jumped on my camera um, I've done interviews I've done in lockdown I've done about 60 guest expert sessions so that is where I go into other people's communities Facebook groups and deliver 45 minutes tips and tricks on video but whatever your business was you talk on that um, there's no way I could have got this far this fast without video. So I do believe everybody can do it, but not as you can't, you can get really great traction with video. Beck, obviously with the uh, coronavirus pandemic, there's been no choice really, but to revert to Zoom and sort of Microsoft Teams and things like that and using video for business. Do you think that that will continue on long after the pandemic is, is finished? Yes, I do. So video was around a long time before and it was already getting bigger. Everybody wants like Facebook loves video. All the video platforms were taking off. I think the pandemic has injected something into that and and made more people go online. But I don't think that will stop as we return. And and I and if I take so I was running training and 20 people would come to a room. But now I can have an online program and do it from the comfort of my house over eight weeks, which is better for them. It's better for me. Some people just won't go back. But I don't, I don't think everybody will be using it as much as they are right now because it's essential. But yeah, I don't think it's going anywhere. And it's just going to grow and grow and grow and grow as technology because the technology is getting easier. So a couple of years ago, if you wanted to stream uh, an interview live on Facebook, the average Joe couldn't do it. But now, in about 10 minutes, they could learn enough to do that. So it's just so much more accessible. And it's not a fad. Video is great because it's so engaging. It's not like we're just jumping on a bandwagon. It's just amazing for communicating with people. So for that reason, it is just another medium. And just like a pencil, you wouldn't be like, oh, this pencil's great. Oh, I'm going to stop using it now. It's like, oh, video is great. And it is great. End of. So, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to remain essential, I think. I think confidence uh, is one thing. Tech is another thing. You're right. But I think the important thing when it comes to anything you want to do in business, well, anything you want to do at all, really, is just going out there and actually doing it because you can sit at home and prepare and you can decide on what microphone you might need or what my camera you might want. But ultimately, it's just producing an output, right? That's the best thing to do. Yeah. And you, I teach that 
or I believe you're not ready until you've got like 10 under your belt. So you can never get good by thinking about video. You need to do it. And like even the message changes over those first 10, the way you present changes over those first 10. But you, there's no book that can tell you how to get good at talking to a tiny black dot. <laughs> like you have to do it. So I'm all about just so most of the work I do is just inspiring people to have a go and um yeah just helping them through any wobble but that's where all the coaching comes in because there's lots of business people in the online world who are like will you just do a facebook live no they can't do it it's a too much so then they're like oh it's not for me and it's like no no come on we can we can take it into little chunks and get you through this it's going to be natural to some people of course as you say you you obviously you're obviously very good at it you've been doing it a long time sounds like something that you something you were meant to do really uh, given the fact that's what you do now is train other people to do it. Did you find yourself that in the beginning that you needed the practice and the experience? Yes. So although I'm a um, confident presenter, because that's where that's the world I came from, like I mentioned already, talking about my business and going, I can do this and charging money. Oh, my gosh. If I could just work for free every day. Not not for free. Don't work for free. I don't want to ever say that. I, I don't want to sell. So I don't want to tell people I charge money, essentially. So yes i can talk about like how to do stuff i can jump on a facebook live but it's taken me a long time to have the faith in my own brand to be like i'm becky holmes you can buy my services for this much money that's the sticking point for me but i think anybody who's struggled with something it means i'm more empathetic to somebody else when i say right you need to sell on the end of every live and they're like what and it's like no i know it's hard i've been through that myself but yeah, that's that's the one bit I and probably still do struggle with now. Well, what gave you the faith then to go, yes, I am Becky Holmes and I would like you to give me X amount, please, to do this for you? The demand originally in at the beginning of COVID, just the sudden, the massive demand. And now, so obviously I've done three rounds of 15 people. So what's that? 45 women. I have a tribe of people who are like thankful. They're getting results. They're making more money. They're running their own programs. So last night, um, one of my participants, she did her first training for a, a, it's a charitable organization. And she was so chuffed. So now it's like, well, if you can do that, Becky, you get over yourself and then you can make all these people have great results. In terms of, we spoke, we talk about women in business and your focus is, is generally on, on, on women helping them with this sort of uh, place in the, in the video spectrum in business. Do you think that there's a gap in Wales for women in business? Do you think that gap's tightening or do you think it's still still quite large? I come from a strange world where in my the company I was in for 16 years, we had more women. So I've always felt like on quite an even keel and I was in charge with my other lady director. So been a bit sheltered from that kind of world. But I have encountered a problem and see the divide in lockdown in that as soon as lockdown happened, I have two children. They're suddenly at home and I'm the one who's looked after them for the year. So, and I know that's not always about um, gender per se, because sometimes it's just about my, my husband's a fireman, he couldn't not go to work. And I had a job that could be done from, well, I'm in, I'm in my home studio every day, but I, I'm seeing a lot of chat that the, so wherever, whatever gap was tightening, and I believe it was tightening, I believe the pandemic has smashed it wide open again, because lots of us, the people who have left the jobs to go to be the main carer, 
typically other women because of the type of job they were doing so yeah so what it was going well it was on a good track but i think there will be work to be done again as we return out of this lockdown sure it's interesting you say that because for me it was it was the opposite so i I left a salary job and went went self-employed my partner she has only a part-time job but she works in the days so i found myself sort of working my hours around to look after my family, so to speak. So I, I, I probably, and I probably wouldn't be in the best position to notice such a gap. Um, in terms of your business, did you find any difficulties being female in terms of like getting funding or connections or networking or just opportunities? No, I don't. I well, apart, <laughs> apart from my intense childcare, no, I don't. I think I on that level, I've and I do. Th- think in my world I see plenty we had we employed male staff and we couldn't get funding for them because there was such an abundance of funding for women but I also do agree with that because we need to to get the the balance correct but yeah no I do think there's an abundance of funding for women and like I said it's it was always quite easy to find so no I don't have many negative experience of being a woman in business I love it and yeah I find Wales very inclusive as well it's lovely to hear. And I was going to say, I, f- I think that Wales as a country in general, uh, it's just so much more balanced just overall in terms of sort of uh, gender from what I see anyway and what I'm exposed to. Um, so it's amazing to hear you didn't have any uh, overall negative experiences of business as well. I think there is a lot of support out there. So it's really good to hear. In terms of your business, what would you say that your biggest difficulties were uh, and your biggest triumphs? The biggest difficulty for me probably is just getting over myself and asking for the sale. I do find it very difficult. Um, but then I worked in a social enterprise for 16 years where, the, where it was never about profit and things. So I find that is my biggest struggle. Um, and to this day is my biggest struggle because <laughs> in the online, when, when your business is purely online, it's all about the Facebook marketing and the LinkedIn marketing. And it's just every day is just like, come on, Becky, ask for the sale, ask for the sale. But the biggest triumph is that I have got over that three times now to um, run this program. And it just, that feels great to have a sustainable business. I'm proud of what I've achieved in the last, and I'm proud of the 45 people that have been through the program that I've helped as well. Like I'm super proud of the impact I've had in the last year, but I had to get over myself <laughs> to start that, which was which was a journey, and it took four years. It took four years for a reason. Yeah, we talked uh, uh, with a couple of other guests about the sort of uh, illusion of overnight success. It doesn't really exist. I mean, I'm sure it happens every so often, maybe in every 1,000 businesses, but it takes time. It takes guts. It takes determination. And uh, As with you, it took you know a number of years for you to get where you are in a position where your business is successful. Is that fair to say? Yeah, and I think I, well, if my business continues to thrive as it is now, which I'm really confident it can only scale from here, but I will look like one of those people who was an overnight success, but that doesn't mean that in the background I've been working on my niche, working on my mindset, working on um, like the why I don't like to sell, what it is about me that stops me from asking, saying, Tim, do you want to work with me? It's 250 quid. Like all that work, it takes ages, but I will look eventually like an overnight success because I'm incredibly visible because that's what I teach, like show up, be everywhere, be on video. And then the the business will come to you. But yeah, I'm going to look like one, but I knew it took a lot of work and effort. If you could go back to your, your younger self, 
would you give them any different advice about what to do? Would you um, just let them carry on the same path? Do you think it's important that you've had the experiences that you've had? Yeah, I do. Whether young Becky could just condense them and get through them quicker, that would be nice. So I think um, if I had to speak to young Becky, I would be saying you everything will work out. You can do it. And also, so this comes up with video a lot. I am very um, loud, um, flamboyant, vivacious. And I w have been told I am too much before. And I would probably tell Becky, younger Becky, you're not too much, just crack on and you're be too much, teach other people they can be too much. And the, the, the ripple effect of that will be amazing as opposed to like going through it slowly over the years. But yeah, that's probably what I'd tell her. Yeah, that's lovely to hear. I don't think anyone should really sort of uh, dilute their personality. Um, at the end of the day, it's what makes that person individual, right? And what makes your business, I suppose, individual and what brings people to your business to to ask you to help them. Um, in terms of Wales uh, as a country, do you think uh, that Wales could be a, a big player uh, on the business stage around the world? Yes, I definitely do. And um, I think what's going to help with that um, is this remote working that's come about now. So if you've got to remote work somewhere, it might as well be Wales, because you can go to the sea, you can go to the mountains, you can do everything. So I think with the change from city centre working to remote working, and I know we'll go back to city centre working again, but Wales is just perfectly placed. And as everything moves online, it's just the perfect place to be centred to get the community and the help and the support, but still be able to play on a major scale. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think Wales, uh, in its current form, just has so much to offer across the board, in particular in business as well. There's so many initiatives, there's so much support here. And I've, it's not just my view on it, I have so many people say it to me as well. So I really do think the next five to 10 years is going to be absolutely massive for us as a country. Uh, and I'm really excited for it. So, um, so Beck, thanks very much for coming on. Can you tell everybody uh, how they can get in touch with you and your business, uh, your social media and so on? So um, my Facebook page is Becky Holmes using video to get your business visible. I'm also over on LinkedIn. And the most exciting thing I can do, so if anybody's listening and thinking, I want to get better at using video in my business, or I'm not using it at all, I run regular challenges, which is a five-day um, kind of pop-up Facebook group where they can come and just have a go all for free. Um, yeah, and that's the best way to come into my world. Um, and there's loads of free training on my website as well, which is www.becky-homes.com if anybody wants to check that out. Yeah, so that, yeah, just come find me. <laughs> Brilliant, Becky. That's great. Listen, thank you again so much. That was really good. I was really insightful, actually, for someone coming from uh, across the across the bridge, rather, into Wales and actually uh, setting up your business here and setting up your life here. Uh, so I'm really grateful for all the stuff that you told us today. Um, Becky Holmes, everybody. Thanks very much, Beck. We'll see you soon. Thank you very much, Tim. Massive thanks to Becky for coming on the podcast and sharing a story with us. I really felt her energy and her passion for what she was doing. One of the things I took from it was uh, the issue around confidence. I think in business, it's difficult with confidence to get your idea off the ground. You even have the idea in the first place. But when you do, you've got a whole host of other things to think about. Uh, and video marketing is potentially one of them. Becky's got a great idea there in terms of a business that helps people take away that worry, that stress, help people build that confidence so they can make their own videos and put themselves out there in the public domain. I think with that idea as well, focusing on women, and help supporting women in business in Wales is massive because I think the gap 
it's definitely still exists and anything that is done to shorten that gap can only be a good thing. I wish Becky all the best uh, and we'll see you soon. This podcast is brought to you by Be The Spark Wales. They are a Welsh government initiative that looks to support and grow businesses in our beautiful country. You can find out all about them. Give them a search on Google. They're also on Instagram as well, at bethespark.wales. Lots of material on there, including all of the game plan content. That content is also available on major streaming services such as iTunes and Spotify. You can also find out all about the initiative, all about Game Plan, by going to our website, www.kivastudio.co.uk forward slash Game Plan, and on Instagram at Kiva underscore studio. Give us a like and a follow. Lots of amazing content coming from us as well. I'm really looking forward to seeing you again. I hope you tune in. Keep your eyes peeled for more amazing stories coming to you from Game Plan Podcast.